again dropping the intro <laughs> hi tara hi jill are your allergies bad right now like i don't even have allergies and they're bad <laughs> yeah my allergies are so bad so so bad i i get them anyways but they've never been this bad in fact i was on the hub on tv right and so they had put lashes on me and you couldn't even like i don't even think you saw my eyeballs because my eyes were so swollen anyways, and then with the lashes, it was ridiculous. There's nothing you can do, really, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I take, I take Claritin, 24-hour Claritin, and that helps me because I don't really – mine are, like, minor. I think they're not, like, real. They're real, but they're not diagnosed allergies. I just, like, wake up in the morning, and I can feel all the itchy and everything. So I just yeah. take Claritin. It's fine. I mean, it was, like, raining pollen the other day. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And my car, I don't, we don't have like a really functioning garage. Is your car like that too? It's like a sh just yellow. Yeah, it was yellow. And so yesterday I finally said I had to go through the car wash because I don't think it's probably helping my allergies by sitting in a car covered in, but then now it's, I got to go get it again, but you, I just couldn't deal with it. It was too much. Yeah. If it rains, that would be a nice thing. Just yeah, falling off. Um, so I was at a, business dinner last week and um so a couple things so do you ever have these dinners where there it's like a high stakes dinner where you're kind of sitting with somebody one-on-one -on -one and it's an important dinner for whatever reason it could doesn't have to be business but um this one happened to be and you know it's, it's like I wasn't particularly nervous for the dinner itself like this was with a woman she's very nice like it was all is fine. And we went to a nice restaurant, but do you ever have that where you're like, I mean, I love food. Like I love eating and I love food. And do you ever have that where you sit down and you start to eat, but like you almost can't eat because in part you're trying to talk and like impress the person, but in part, you're just like, my brain was like miraculously not even focused on the delicious like mushroom pasta that was in front of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that oh, yeah. happen to you? Of course. I've been in situations. In fact, I have to go, not have to, but I'm going to this lunch in a couple weeks and I've gone to this before and you just don't feel like you can eat. It's like too much going on. It's very like hotty toddy and it almost doesn't feel appropriate to put food in your mouth because of the caliber of what's going on. It's like, yeah. too, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. And you don't even think about it, but you're like, God, that looks so good. But I, I just, know. And then I left and I was like, okay. So I had like a little bit of the pasta, a little bit of salad, a little bit of this like chocolate chip cookie thing. And then I left and I'm walking to my car and I'm like, I wish I had eaten more of that. <laughs> I totally know that feeling, but it is what it is. So what are you going to do? But then you like get home and you eat something out of the refrigerator. That's just not what you were just ex like were experiencing. I know. And so I'm like, well, I probably, I probably consumed enough calories. Like that's probably, <laughs> but I feel, don't feel satisfied. I don't feel like yeah. I actually had a meal. So now I'm going to have a turkey sandwich. Um, but, uh, and then the other thing that's, that, another situation like that, which I, and I know you've been to some of these recently is if you're at like a cocktail party or like a part, like the part, you know, the sort of parties where it's like heavy hors d'oeuvres are served kind of thing. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Excuse me. What the hell is a, is a heavy hors d'oeuvre? Like 
if I'm going somewhere and they're serving heavy hors d'oeuvres, like, am I getting dinner? Am I not getting dinner? Is that dinner? Like, and how am I supposed, is a heavy hors d'oeuvre like going to be standing there in my nice outfit, holding like a glass of something and then trying to manage like a whole taco in my hand? Like what? <laughs> or the lamb shanks. But you know, you're like, lamb shanks. Yeah. Like, I never understood that past order. How does that work? I am not going to sit there while I'm not. I like, got it. And then <laughs> what's in my teeth after too? Like that whole scenario has, get rid of that. Whenever I see that, like if we're throwing a party, I'm like, hell no. That is so true. The lamb shank is the worst. It's like, <laughs> eat it because you can't they're lamb lollipops <laughs> and listen i love a lamb lollipop i really do i think it's delicious but there is no effing way i'm going to be sitting at a function talking in a nice outfit eating it will you no, no i actually hate lamb so i'm safe yeah. but what are your what are your like what are other like pet peeves past hors d'oeuvres um I feel like if there's anything that should remotely be (laughs) anything you would probably use a fork or knife with, don't serve it. Right. Like a little flatbread thing. It's like, of course, a piece of that flatbread, whatever's on top of that is going on my skirt. It is falling. (laughs) There's no way that's staying on there. And the oil is going to crush your outfit, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. I'm trying to think what else. But some of these, you're just like, there's no way. Right eat this well then sometimes they'll do like the little tacos like the little tacos but even those little tacos like if it's any bigger than my forefinger it's going over it's going overboard it's gonna hit my shoe (laughs) and also just put it it's not very elegant to eat something like that because you're you have to manhandle it so it's like how is that like a you're how are you making a good impression with that you're not Exactly. And I think, you know, if I have to see one more Bocconcini ball with tomato, like just that's like done. That went out with the 90s. Like take that out, take that away, take it off your mem- menus. Nobody wants it. I'm okay with the pigs in the blanket because those yeah. taste good. But I don't need, I don't need the caprese balls with the tomatoes oh. and the, t- yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time, but it's so true. Like when you think about what gets passed around. You know, so my question is, when you went to this thing, did they have a dinner or was it just heavy hors d'oeuvres? Oh, no, this was actually just like, like a me and another person sitting down to dinner. It wasn't no, a party. I thought you said you went to something recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying usually, to remember. I think usually the heavy hors d'oeuvres means no dinner. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. Um, where was I? I was somewhere recently where they did that. And now I can't remember, but my kids had prom on Saturday night. And that's, I think that's, maybe that's where it's coming in my head. Like they have heavy hors d'oeuvres. Did they both go to prom? Yeah. Oh, that's that's cute. Yeah. It was cute. Very cute. We should have a whole session on prom. Yes. We should. fashion. Oh yeah, we will. (laughs) Because when you, when you just said that, I'm thinking, where did you find your dress? Oh, Tara, there's certain places you go, you know, it's like the pink domino of prom dresses. It's, yeah. Uh Was it hard to find? One she she liked. 
so the place we went to, you literally, they have every possible type of dress that you would see on a typical prom, like it at a typical prom. Like, are these unique, high fashion? No, but they're like, it's like for every, they have every style you could want. All of them are long um, and they have it by size. So you literally go to your size, you pick out three, you try those on and then you take three other ones. It's like a whole, it's a whole system. It's really like very well orchestrated. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's like buying a wedding dress. It's, it's very odd. Yeah, that is odd. Actually, I, I have had a client help me find her daughter a prom dress, but cause she wanted to be out of the, not like everybody else. Yeah. And I did it, but I, half of me was like, it really doesn't need to be like this. Like it's just prom, but whatever. Every, everybody chooses what they want to do, you know? Yeah. It, there's a pretty big variety of yeah of dresses out there. Session. We'll do a one on prom because okay. we can talk about a lot. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we could. Um, but I think it was, I mean, one thing that was cute is there was, they still do the like corsages and the boutonniere, which is very cute. And they do the matching like tie and uh-huh. and pocket square or whatever. It's like super cute I love that that's so cute yeah I gotta see a picture um I'll send you a picture okay um so okay so at this business dinner I was at I came to the realization that so this was someone new who I had not met and not spoken to before um and she wanted to know my background and I came to the realization that I need a better system for conveying my background because if I go through my resume in my head, like as a, just as a laundry list, and I I sort of tell my little story and everything of like, just how I got to each step in my career, uh, it could take four hours. It really could. (laughs) It's too long. And I can tell the person's like glazing over. You got to condense. I got to condense it. And the question is like, how do I, what I got to figure out, maybe you have some ideas on this is like, how do I condense it? Because, because I'm so close to it that I feel like everything is important, right? Like everything has, they have to know every little piece of everything I've ever done. Like, how do I figure out what is most important to focus on and what can I leave out? Um, yeah. Well, do you want me to respond? So yes. what I think, cause you know, I, similarly, I could talk about every single thing I've ever done, which is way too much. So I think you can tell me if this is wrong, but I think when you're meeting with the person, it's probably very specific to something, maybe what you're looking for, maybe your objective of what you want to get out of the conversation. So then I would probably hone in a little bit more on what would be most important in that conversation, not the overall, the umbrella of everything you've done, because nobody can take in all that information anyways. And so I think probably specific to the conversation you're having, probably the top three things that would be most important to get your objective across in that conversation. Yeah, it's de- I think that's definitely right. And one of the things that I've realized is that as I've gotten older and more experienced, like I don't really prepare for things like this because I'm like, yeah, I know, like I'm just going to wing it. Like I don't. Maybe I'll prepare a little bit if I need to do research on whatever I'm 
meeting with a person about, but, or if I'm presenting something, of course I'll prepare. But if it's just like a meet and greet thing, I don't really prepare because I don't know what I'm preparing, but now I know, I think you're right. Like I should have, what I should have done is thought about why am I meeting with this person? What are they, and think about what are they really going to care about? And then pick the parts of my background that make most sense for that. I just have to get into a better habit of doing that. Yes. I was on a, so I've been on a podcast, Candy O'Terry. She told me exactly the question she was going to ask me, which helps. Then I was just on a podcast recently. They didn't ask me the questions, but be, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I've already been on a podcast, so I totally can talk to whatever they're going to say. She gave me like a little overall. Yeah. After it, when I heard it back, which I don't always listen, but I did, I was like, you know what? I actually need somebody to tell me, not verbatim what they're going to ask me, but it was too, when she came at me with the questions, it felt to me like there was no context in for my answer. Yeah. And so it made me feel like I needed, I, I, I didn't sound as eloquent as I probably wanted to. Yeah. And so that's just a learning tool for me that if somebody asked me, maybe I just need to say to them, can you give me like maybe four ideas of like solid what you're going to talk to me about? I can go with the flow with the conversation, but I need that. So kind of what you're saying is like, you know, now like it's not about winging it because maybe it's not winging it because it doesn't totally work for us in that regard. I think that's right. I mean, I think when you have backgrounds like ours and particularly when we've switched careers a bunch of times and, you know, and just like, and even within what you do now, there are so many different angles, right? Like you do photo shoots, you do personal styling, you do all kinds of different things, speaking, whatever. It's like what, it's hard to know what to focus on. Um, and like you're saying, if they're just going to ask you a general question, like, like, so, you know, I don't know, I can't think of it right now, but like, it's, it is hard to come up with the most relevant example or answer. So yeah, I think unfortunately, like, I think we have to regress a little bit and prepare. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, I think that that's good learning tool for us, because it, it goes to show you that no matter how long you've been doing what you do, or whatever, it's always good to prepare, because you just, it makes you sound better, but it also makes you more confident in what you're speaking about, and your objective, yeah. because you have put thought into it. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I sort of, I like to think of it as as it's all it's sort of like an email. If you were to write somebody an email today and they didn't get to the end of the email, what would you want them to know in like the first paragraph? And that's, I think that's sort of like what I need to do with my background and just, cause I definitely felt like I was getting towards the end of the email and she was already half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it'll just depend on like what you're meeting about, but you know, it's, that's, it's good feedback and, you know, seeing people's reactions to things totally there. That's how you gauge, right? You're probably like, Ooh, I probably just said way too much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Tara. This has been thank a learning you. moment. This was great. We all learned something here. Uh, so let us know if you have any questions. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. Sport Shorts.